the Damon Runyon Theater. Once again, the Damon Runyon Theater brings you another story by the master storyteller, Damon Runyon. And this one, So You Won't Talk. And to tell it to you, here is Broadway. Thanks. It is one nippy evening of a February, and I am just about to go into Mindy's to partake of some hot onion soup, which is very warm, when I see a hack pull up at the curb. An arm reaches out, and a finger on the end of the arm curls back and forth at me. Naturally, I am more than somewhat curious. So I go to the hack and look in and hear... I am very glad I saw you, Broadway. Ambrose Hammer. Are you nailed in the cab that you cannot get out? Listen, Broadway, did you hear the news? What news? The murder. Murder? Whose? And where? And who does it? Shh. Just lend me your overcoat. My overcoat? Now look, Ambrose, it is colder than a bookie's heart out here. Besides, I see you are wearing a bed. It's not for me. It's for what I got with me. Where? On the floor of this cab. Now, don't look in. You might attract attention. I will attract more attention by taking off my overcoat in the middle of the sidewalk. Listen, I am not kidding when I say I got the only eyewitness to the murder of Grafton Wilton. Grafton Wilton? The playboy? The same. Somebody cooked him earlier tonight. And you have got the only eyewitness? The only one who can talk. Now, do I get your overcoat? Yeah, but I... Broadway, do not argue. Give me your overcoat so I can get this eyewitness into Mindy's. <laughs> Well, I am more than a little curious indeed, because I know that Ambrose Hammer's hobby is following murder cases, although he is a dramatic critic by train. Also, I wish to see this eyewitness myself, so I give Ambrose my overcoat. And what happens when we get into Mindy's is something I will tell you in a minute. Now, back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, So You Won't Talk. Like I am saying, I give Ambrose Hammer my overcoat, and he ducks down and wraps something up in it. I'm not able to see what it is. Then we get to a table, and the scene is as follows. Yeah, I don't think anybody saw us, Broadway. Look, Ambrose, you say you have got an eyewitness under that overcoat? Exactly. Must be an awful small eyewitness. Not big. A midget? No. A kid? No. Ambrose, I will probably catch pneumonia by giving you my Benny. I have got a right to know what is under it. Okay. Take a quick look. I'll lift up the corner of the overcoat. You ready? Sure. Okay, now look fast. It is something green, and it is very hoarse. Uh-huh. A parrot. Ambrose, I think you say a parrot? I did. Give me back my overcoat, and we will get you to a clinic real fast. <laughs> you think I'm crazy, don't you? You wish a straight answer, or do I humor you? Look, parrots talk, don't they? Sometimes. And this was Grafton Wilton's parrot. <laughs> ah, the cops went over Wilton's place with a fine-tooth comb. And what did they find? I asked you, what did they find? Mr. Grafton Wilton cooked. Exceptionally deceased, with his nose out of joint and both eyes black. And Broadway, no trace of the murder weapon. <laughs> 
Oh? Yeah. Now, personally, I've never cared for the guy at all. Neither does anybody else. But murder is murder. So it is. But, but how about the parrot? Aha! Now, that is a real straight answer. It fills me in on things I do not know. Uh-huh. Don't you get it? Get what? Now, look. Graft and Wilton's two servants were away for the night. The cops checked. Now, Wilton would never let anybody in this place he didn't know. So I figured the party who killed him was a friend. My, my, how friendly can you get? It seems to me that chopping a citizen between the eyes hard enough to make him deceased is more than somewhat distinctly hostile. That's beside the point. Not to Mr. Grafton Wilton. Forget him for a minute. So there you are, Ambrose. Huh? Oh, Look, Dawn. How long do you think you can keep me waiting when we got a date? Oh, Dawn, baby, I'm sorry. I forgot. You forgot? I waited a half hour for you to show up. Listen, baby, when you hear what I gotta tell you, you'll understand. Here, sit down, huh? Yeah. Hiya, Broadway. Hello, Dawn. How is the dancing business? Eh, it's a hard grind. Now, look, we'll have something to eat here, and I'll tell you all about the murder of Grafton Wilton. <gasps> Mer- Wilton. Did you say Grafton Wilton? Sure, why? Grafton Wilton? You sure, Ambrose? Sure, I'm sure. Hey, baby, you're all pale. What's the matter? Oh, nothing. I'm just tired, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Just, just tired. There. Tell me about the murder. You look real hard at Miss Dawn Astra because it seems to me she takes this very, very big. However, I put it down to the fact that Judy's are naturally soft when it comes to hearing about citizens getting pushed off. Well, Ambrose Hammer fills her in on the details he gives me. Then he says as follows. So... I conclude the party who killed Wilton must be a friend. Somebody he knew well enough to let in a house. And and his parrot? Aha, that's where I'm smart. Now look, parrots are natural talkers. They like to repeat things they hear. Right, Broadway? I am never acquainted with parrots. I never like them. I don't either. That's beside the point. Now look, this parrot was in the same room where Grafton Wilton was found chopped. The bird must have heard the party's name mentioned more than once. You get it? You mean sooner or later this parrot is going to repeat the name of the party who kills Grafton Wilton? Exactly. Well, that, that's silly. I don't think so. You spent the whole evening at a murder when you had a date with me. I like murder. Someday I hope you go to your own. What's burning you up? Oh, that, that bird. He didn't do a thing to you. He made you forget you had a date with me. Yeah, but this is an important bird, an eyewitness to the murder. And sooner or later he'll talk. And he'll repeat the name of the party who killed Wilton. Sure, that he's got to. Ambrose, uh, lift up the overcoat and see what he has got to say now. Sure, now watch. Ah, he says that when I first meet him. It'll take patience, but he'll talk, and until he does, I'm not gonna let him out of my sight. You mean you'll take that bird along when we go out in a date? Why not? He's small. I should say not. Ah, I will say one thing for this bird he never lets go of an idea. And the idea now seems to be nothing but... Oh, shut up. Never mind. You'll all sing a different tune the day I walk into police headquarters with the killer's name. As the days go by, Ambrose is never without the parrot. Then one night, I am about to go into Mindy's when I see a familiar figure. It belongs to Miss Dawn Astra, and there is never any mistake in her figure for a sack of potatoes. 
but she is deep in conversation with a hack jockey. I wait until she finishes, then speak to her. She jumps like I hit her and says... Oh! Oh, Broadway. Well, yeah, what is the matter? Matter? Nothing at all. You are nervous. No, I'm not. Who do you think I am when I tap you on the shoulder? No one. That is, I... Well, you just scared me, that's all. Why? Why what? Why do I scare you? What difference does it make? Not at all to me. And by the way, is not that cab jockey I see you talking to one Julia Smung? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh Uh-huh. He is at one time your fiancé. That's all over. Sure. What's the idea asking me all these questions? I am very sorry. I will not ask any more. All right, don't. So I will be still. Where's Ambrose? Since I am not in the habit of making dates with him, I do not know. Has he still got that awful parrot? The last I see of him, it looks like he might marry into the bird family. Why? Has it said anything? Just... I see. Well, I'm late for my show. By the way, uh, how is it that you do not know where Ambrose is? Is there not a romance between you? I thought you weren't going to ask any more questions. Okay, okay. But since you did ask... I told him it was me or the bird. He gives you up because of that parrot? (laughs) He is developing rattles. Yeah. Yeah, well, I gotta go now. I'll I'll see you later. Yeah. Yeah, I will see you later, Miss Dawn Asper. The more I think of it, the more I think Miss Dawn Asper is acting more than somewhat strange indeed. But I think it is none of my business, and go into Mindy's. I am there maybe no more than four or five hours when Ambrose Hammer comes in. As usual, he is carrying the big cage with the parrot in it. He sits down by me and says, Broadway, it looks as though I'm going to have to give up the bird. Uh-huh. Maybe because of Miss Dawn Astrid? How'd you know about that? She tells me. Oh. Well, not only that, but... My editor informed me that my dramatic criticisms are taken lightly because people seem to mistrust a man who is very close with a parrot. Hmm. Does the bird say anything yet? Nothing. Wait a minute. Maybe you'll talk now. Hey, you. Talk. Talk, will you? Well, well. Business at the same old stand. That's disheartening. Here I am with the only eyewitness to a murder, and he won't talk. I give up dawn to keep the bird. I risk making an idiot of myself, and he says... <laughs> See what I mean? Um, Ambrose. Why? What name do you expect him to say? The name of the murderer. What else? It uh, could be any name. Like uh, a girl's name? No, no, not a girl. The blow to kill Grafton Wilton couldn't have been struck by a woman. Ah, oh, I see. Why? Uh, I'm just asking. Broadway... Here I sit with the solution to a case that's baffled the cops. But the solution won't talk. Now, in order to keep my job, i got to give up that parrot. Look, Ambrose, it seems to me that you are going too far. Why do you not keep the bird in your apartment when you go out? Do you have to take him with you? Sure, because at any moment he may say that name. Oh. I can't. Hey, I just thought of something. Yeah, what? You keep him for me. Me? Sure. No. Look, keep him in your hotel room. I will not be nursemaid to a bird. I'll pay you. I will not. How much? Five dollars a day. Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. You mean that you will pay me a pound a day to watch this bird? Sure, sure. Just sit with him. Listen to everything he says and write it down. How do you spell orc? 
You'll do it? For a pound a day, I will keep an eye on the Bronx Zoo and talk to all the animals. It's a deal. Come on. Let's take him to your place now. It's a solution. But remember, you got to sit tight and listen to him because he... Because he what? Broadway. You see that doll at the table near the door? The one with the black hair and real white face? Yeah. Who is she? I never seen her before. I have. I know that face. I know it. Well, congratulations. Come on. Excuse me, miss, but uh, I think I know you. I don't think you do. I'm Ambrose Hammer, dramatic critic. I said you don't know me. And I don't know you. I never forget a face. Especially if it's ever been in the newspapers. Who said mine was? Oh, well, I... Maybe I'm wrong. Excuse me. Let's go, Broadway. Sure. I'll swear I know that, doll, And I'll swear it's in connection with... With what? I don't know. Anyway, I'm not going to worry about that now. The big thing is to get the parrot to your place. Broadway, you're going to be in on the most sensational crime solution of the century. But it does not turn out quite like he expected. However, it is very strange indeed what does happen. And what that is, I will tell you in a minute. And now, back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story... So you won't talk. Well, like I am saying, Ambrose Hammer gives me the parrot. He also gives me a fin of a day for being the bird secretary. Although I have to admit that it is the most non-committal parrot I ever seen. It comes up one night and I am in my room just looking at the bird when the scene is as follows. You say something? Look, Big Nose, it is time you open up with a little information. It is now three days since you live here, and I am getting tired of talking to myself, you hear? Maybe you are just stir-crazy. Maybe... You will pardon me while I answer my phone? Hello? Oh, yeah. To be quiet is not for you. No, I'm not talking to you, Big Sam. Huh? What? Well, well, how big is the game? Yeah, I see. Yeah, well, look, Big Sam, I would dearly love to toss a few cubes, but I have got a job, and... Yeah, yeah I, I, I see. Yeah. Okay, I will be there. Yeah, in ten minutes. So long. <coughs> Excuse me, but I have got to go out. Do you mind? <coughs> Thank you. Look, I will leave you a pad and pencil. If you have got anything important to say in the next hour, write it down. Goodbye. Broadway, I have got to see this parrot you talk about. Well, sure. Maybe he will talk to you, Sam. Where is he? Over there in his... Oh, my goodness. The door to the cage is open. And your window is open. He is a most ungrateful bird. I give him a good home and he deserts. Well, look out the window. There is nothing out there but New York. Sam, the bird is gone. Ambrose Hammer will be very angry because this is a valuable bird. 
Besides, he pays me a fin a day for taking care of it. Oh, that is bad. A pound a day is a pound a day. Yeah. Hey, hey, look. You win 15 fish tonight. It is not worth it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. There's some pet shops over there on 8th Avenue. Why not mosey over there and pick up another bird? It will not be the same as this one. Oh, who knows the difference? They're all green. Unless this one has a birthmark. Yeah. Maybe that is a good idea. Sure. You buy another bird, put it in this cage, Ambrose will never know the difference, and you will go on collecting the five a day. And besides, you will keep out of trouble with Ambrose. Sam, you are right. Come on. So I buy a new parrot that the guy in the bird store tells me is a good talker. Of course, to be better than the one who flies away is no hard job, even for a very backward bird. I put this new one in the cage the old one vacates on short notice. Then I look up Ambrose Hammer, who is at Mindy's. I take the parrot there, and the scene is as follows. Uh-huh. I've been waiting for you, Broadway. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Uh, Did he talk yet? Uh, uh, not a word. I, uh, I got four pages of arcs written down. Take the cover off. In here? Of course, why not? Well, well, well Ambrose, maybe we better wait. What's the matter with you? Take the cover off. Okay. B- but before I do, do not be surprised. At what? At anything. Go ahead, take off the cover. Sure. Hello there, fella. Ah! You see what I mean? He has got a one-hawk mind. Yeah. I thought maybe different surroundings would make him talk. Broadway, I tell you, this bird knows the killer. Maybe he shuts his eyes at the time. Sooner or later, he will talk, and he will... You're here. You're Listen, here. talk. He said something. Here. Here he talks. Come on, boy, talk some more. Broadway, give him a crack. Sure, here, here, have a crack. I can lick anybody in the joint. Him? That is nothing for even a parrot to say what with certain citizens in the place. Well, he's getting over the shock of seeing his master kill. The mental block is going away. It was psychological before, but now you... Down the place turns around. Wait, put the cover back on. I don't want her to spill the name in front of everybody. Get the cover back on. Ah! I do not like the way certain citizens are looking at us. This parrot can be dangerous. Now I'll show people a few things. They thought I was crazy before. Wait till this bird gives me the tip. I'm going to... Broadway, look. There's the same doll sitting over there. Yeah, the one that says she does not know you. I know her from someplace. I never forget a face. Especially one like that. Cold black hair... White skin, big dark eyes. I never see her around here before the night you first see her. Yeah, her name's on the tip of my tongue. Come on, let's talk to her. Without an introduction? What's the difference? Come on. How about the bird? Bring him along, but keep him covered. Look, Ambrose, she is watching you. Yeah. And does it seem to you that she looks a little scared? Mm-hmm, it does. If only I could think of her name. <laughs> you are just like the parrot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hello. Goodbye. <laughs> Look, I know you from some place. I said you don't. You tried that line the other night and it didn't work then, it won't work now. Yeah, but I never forget a face. Maybe I forget names, but not faces. All right. Take a good look at me. Well? Just can't find a name. All right, then stop staring at me and stop talking to me. You're taking a good look at me, you don't know me. Now leave me alone, you hear? Just leave me alone. What? Well, it looks like the lady wishes nothing to do with you, Ambrose. I guess it does at that. Well, it's not important. What is, 
is the fact that this bird's finally decided to open his mouth and turn stooly. And it won't be long before you'll read in the papers that Ambrose Hammer cracks the Grafton Wilton murder case. A few more days go by. Ambrose Hammer is tossed out of places because he now insists on taking the pirate with him again. In fact, Ambrose Hammer has to defend himself several times when certain citizens claim Ambrose makes nasty remarks about them or their dolls. But it is only the bird telling all and sundry what he thinks of them. And the parrot's choice of language is by no means pure. However, Ambrose stays with them. Then it is one night in Mindy's, and the scene is as follows. So close and yet so far. Nothing yet, huh, Ambrose? The bird's gone through all the names in the world. They're not exactly names a person could use. Well, why do you not just give it up, Ambrose? I should say not. But look, you almost lose your job. You are getting the reputation of being more than somewhat rattled. And you also lose Miss Dawn Astra. Mm-hmm. Hey, that reminds me. Where is Dawn? I do not know. I do not see her for several days. Yeah, it's very funny. Not... Hey, that reminds me again. When I walked in here tonight, a waiter gave me a, an envelope. Uh, what did I do with that? Oh. Here it is. Who's it from? Hey, this is in Dawn's handwriting. Oh, no. Oh. What is the matter? Look, read this. You see. Dear Ambrose, when you receive this, Julius Smung and I will be on our way to South America where we will be married. Julius Smung? That is the guy she is sought for before she meets you. Yeah. And I lose her because of it. Ah, There is more. You wish me to read it? Go ahead. We are leaving suddenly because we are afraid it might come out that Julius calls on Mr. Grafton the night of the murder. Huh? Go ahead. Read more. I do not tell you this, Ambrose, because I know you will get mad if you find out I once have a date with Grafton Wilton. Julius goes to see him for insulting me and... And... Well, go on. Go on. Ambrose. She says that Julius hits Grafton Wilton and kills him. Wow. How do you like that? The dirty double cross. Broadway, all dolls are no good. She let me carry this undersized eagle around for weeks, and all the time she knew it was Julius Smong who killed Wilton. There is more. That's enough. It says, P.S. Kindly do not tell it around that Julius kills Mr. Wilton because we do not wish Body any Polly. publicity about it. Oh, shut up. No, no, wait a minute. That bird just said a name. But, Ambrose. Polly. Polly, Broadway, that's it. Pretty Polly. That day, that doll, the one whose name I was trying to remember. That's it. Now, look, Ambrose, there was something I have got to tell you. No, it'll keep. Where is she? Come on, yes. What for? Ambrose, please, before you go off on the wrong steer. I know that bird is going to tip me off. Uh-huh. Do not speak to her, Ambrose. I, I tell you, do not speak to her. Well, well, well. Hello there. You again. I told you to keep away. You mind if I sit down? Either you'll beat her or I'll have you thrown out. Will you, pretty Polly? Aha. <gasps> uh-huh. Pretty Polly Oligan. I never forget a face. Ambrose, before you do any more... Broadway, meet pretty Polly Oligan. How are you? Look, Ambrose, this bird is not... So, you're the one who was with Grafton Wilton that night, huh, Polly? You can't know. You can't. But the bird knew it. Here we go. Three years ago, you, pretty Polly, were sent to Auburn for trying to shake down Grafton Wilton on a breach of promise suit. It was not a shakedown. It was on a level. I couldn't fight his millions. 
So you bumped him. Ambrose, let us take our parrot and go someplace else before Broadway, you... will you shut up? Okay, okay, but I warn now, you... Polly, you're not in town for your health. Also, you had a good motive for cooking with her. Yes, I did. And did you? I... Yes. Yes, I did. I went to see him. He had two black eyes and a banged-up nose. How did you know? Never mind. We talked. And I put something in his drink. Sure. That killed him. But... But Julius Small... Ah, the police are no dopes Broadway. They knew Wilton was poisoned, but kept it to themselves. But they kept looking for the citizen who blacked his eyes. Now what'll you do? Well, it's only one thing I can do. Yeah. I know. But I'm glad. I've been trying to go to the police for days and I... I couldn't. Now I'm glad. Sure. It's better this way. Yeah. <laughs> now, Broadway, you believe me about the parrot tipping us off? Well, I... What the devil are you trying to tell me? Who, me? Yeah, you. You kept trying to warn me about something. Oh, no. You you are mistaken, Ambrose. Sure. You are mistaken. Of course, I figured that telling Ambrose about the switch from the parrots will do no good now. And there is no sense in getting him mad at me for nothing. But that is not the end of the story. The payoff comes a couple of days later. And I will tell you about it in a minute. sitting in Mindy's when in walks Ambrose Hammer and sits down by me. I see that something is on his mind, and I ask him to get it off. And he says... Yeah, there is something on my mind. And uh, what is that, Ambrose? I can't get over what a close call I had with that Dawn Astor. Close call? Well, what are you talking about, Ambrose? Why, at one time, I was crazy about that doll. I was going to ask her to marry me. Think of that. But, but why is that a close call? Well, if there's one thing I can't stand, it's a doll who can't tell the truth. What? Does Dawn lie to you? Yeah, I just got around to reading all this note she sent me. What with all the excitement? Uh, that you note? Know, I... you, you, well, what, what does it say? Yeah, funny you didn't see it, Broadway. You read it. Sometimes I am nearsighted. Broadway, when you had the parrot, did you take good care of it? When I have it, I take very good care of it. Sure. So why should she lie? Why should she tell me she stole the parrot from your hotel room? She says that? But why? She says she was afraid the parrot would talk and mention Julia Smart. Oh, I see. And uh, you say she lies. Well, what makes you say that? Because the parrot is never out of our possession. The only parrot who could possibly give us the name of the murderer. Pretty Polly. <laughs> And so ends the famous Damon Runyon story, So You Won't Talk. Listen in again next week for...
the Damon Runyon Theater. The Damon Runyon Theater, with John Brown as Broadway, is directed by Richard Sandville, and the story is adapted for radio by Russell Hughes. Vern Carstensen is in charge of production. This is a Mayfair production. Thank you.